everybody. This is part two. So if you have accidentally come here first, please stop and go back and listen to part one and then come back and join us. Don't worry. We will wait for you. It's true. We always wait. And now that you're all caught up, welcome back. We are going to jump right into everyone's favorite segment, Living in Shondaland. Living in Shondaland. Who can make the sunrise? Who can make the sunrise? Sprinkle it with dew. No one else. No one knows. (laughs) There you go. Ooh, the candy man can. Okay. Um, one, two, three, four. Gosh, fuck. I know. It's another pop-off episode. Um, the mom. Yes. Uh, it, you recognize Izzy, her, right? Wait, is he's mom? mom? Sorry. No, no, yeah. I was, no, I was going to say the, the, the daughter of, uh, the, the, the daughter's mom. Yes. Yes. Maddie's mom. Yeah. Yeah. She is, she's from private Scandal. Practice. Private practice. Is it private practice? Yeah, she was. Do you remember the the couple that um she couldn't have sex? Like she had wait. She was like thirty yes, year old virgin yes. and she couldn't have sex. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I knew I recognized her from somewhere in Shondaland specifically. Uh, okay. I was gonna guess Izzy's mom though as well. Is she not in Shondaland? No. Okay. Oh, just kidding. She is. I'm so sorry. I lied. Okay. Yes, she is. I was like, wait a second. So sorry. All right. Wait, how many were there total? Four. Four. Uh, the daughter Maddie yeah no the dad no damn who else was in this episode what the fuck Kate and um Julie oh and the fucking two sisters yeah, yeah. I completely forgot they, they were alive yeah, were they both Shondaland <laughs> yeah 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 damn it wow an all-girl Shondaland. Wow. Just the way I like it. So we got Izzy's mom, the abuse mom, Karen slash Willow, and, and her Julie. sister. Yeah. Okay. Julie. So okay. Sharon Lawrence. Sorry. Sharon Lawrence plays Robbie Stevens. Um, and that's who got an Emmy nomination for her guest appearance on this episode. Um, she was in one episode of how to get away with murder. Um, Kelly Martin, who played Julie, which is the older sister, um, was in one episode of private practice that we have not seen yet. Well, I've seen it. Obviously you haven't seen it. We have not gotten to it right. yet. Um, Megan Henning, who plays Willow slash Karen was in an episode of private practice that we also have not gotten to yet. It was a different episode. <laughs> and then Nina Simansko, Simen- Simansko, uh, played Kate, which was the, the, um, mom of Maddie. And she was in an episode of private practice that we have seen already. They were in multiple episodes. No, it's one episode. Didn't they come back? No. It was one episode. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> All right. My bad. Okay. All right. So that's Shondaland for this one. Good. Love it. So should we talk about the sisters? Yeah. I was or should say, we talk about Izzy's mom? Callie. No, I was going to say okay. Callie and, um, and the sisters. All right. 
Um, so Callie is sad because she's poor. Yes. Sad. Also, I told you she was going to be poor. <laughs> yeah, well, she was cut off. But also none of her family is speaking to her. Which, which... fucking sucks. Yeah. I bet the dad threatened. He said, I will bring down the entire might of the Genovian army on your asses. Or he was like, I will not ever give anyone money. Yeah, that's, man. Lording money over your kids' heads as uh, you will love me or you will lose this money. It's not even love me. You will obey me. Yeah. Like that's. I own you. Yeah. Okay. Kids don't owe. Um, so I love this at the beginning. Callie goes to Christine and she's like, I can't afford rent. And also no one in my family is talking to me. And Christina's like, you should just lie. And Callie goes, you really think I should lie? And Christina goes, I really think you should pay rent. (laughs) So bye. (laughs) Well, it's also like she, she says, I can't pay rent. And she's like, oh, well, Hunt said three words to me. And then Arizona's like, yeah, well, did you hear? They're not even talking to Callie. Yeah. And Arizona just interjects in, which is cute, but like also shut up. Just take um, a minute. So Arizona is like, okay. Um, so then Mark comes and tells Callie that he has a present for her and takes her. And she's like, uh, she fell out of, I have this patient and she fell out of a tree and she broke all of her limbs. And Callie's like, that is a good present. <laughs> I do love yeah. this present. And she's like, oh, whatever it is, Mark, like, I don't, I don't want your I, money. I can't take your money, uh, like, not out of pity. And he's like, it's not money. Uh, she's like, really? Because, like, I was just pretending that I wasn't going to take it because I could use some money. <laughs> I need your plastic surgery money, If you Mark. could just give me some money, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, when she so, was like, oh, yeah, that totally is better. That is pretty darn cool. They're she's trying to treat at- this girl, Willow. And she's going on and on about how she was trying to protect trees. And oh, I was living in a willow tree. Willow is a type of tree. Yeah. Willow is a type of tree. Yes. And she was protecting the trees. She feels very strongly about trees. And poop buckets. Interchangeable no, She doesn't feel food strongly buckets. about poop buckets. She just utilizes poop <laughs> buckets. She feels strongly about trees. I feel strongly about poop buckets in the negative sense. Yeah, it's not my favorite way to expel waste. Um, How do you expel? Where does your Mark poop is go? so funny. Mark is funny. Um, so then, um, where's that? Oh, sorry, my notes are all scrambled. Um, basically, everyone in this episode is just telling Callie to lie because they're like, it's not anyone else's business who you're seeing. And like, if they're going to like be assholes to you, like you shouldn't have to deal with that. So like, just lie about it. I'm like, well, that doesn't really solve the fact that like the, at the core of the at who they are, they would still be assholes. Yeah. Um, you can't ever bring this person home. Like you can't yeah. ever be your full uh authentic self authentic thank you your authentic self so mm-hmm. that's tough um, that's a tough break so then later when callie is doing the surgery on this girl arizona comes in and is like i've never seen the surgery i wanted to see it and she's like you you know they teach us as doctors like how not to care but you care so much and that's something that i love about you and i'll continue to love that about you even if you do decide to lie to your family because again like she is seeing like what this is doing like callie's like in a lot of pain emotionally because of this 
Um, so for good reason, it sucks. Yeah, that's fucking shitty. Anyways, but the sisters. So Willow, um, her Not sister the tree, shows up. The person. Yes, her sister shows up, and she's like, her name is Karen. Um, and she's like clearly a lawyer type person and very opposite, like very corporate works for the people that this girl hates, basically the type of people, not the exact people. And she's like, Oh, I've got them. They're going to settle with you as long as you like, they'll pay your medical bills as long as you like agree not to sue them. And she's like, no, like I have to sue them because they're pieces of shit and they're destroying the earth, which like I appreciate her cause, but like she is injured. Um, terribly, terribly yeah. injured. So also she didn't fall out of a tree. That she true. was forcefully removed from the tree. They bulldozed a tree whilst she was in it. Yeah. Which is bad. Yeah. Not the good kind of. I mean, there's no real good kind of tree removal, but that's the worst kind with people still in the tree. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, they're going back and forth. You know, she's trying to get the legal stuff taken care of and they're just arguing because they're just on such opposite. Like they clearly have very different values and very different like realities and things that they think are important priorities and whatnot. Um, and you know, Callie sees them arguing and she's like, well, at least they care about each other. That's why they're arguing because no one will argue with me because no one will care about me, which is very sad. Very um, sad. And she um, even brings it into perspective too. Like as they're arguing, she tells who's the oldest yeah, sister, Julie. Julie is the older one. And yeah, Cal, they're yeah. arguing and Callie's like, can you at least give her credit? Because like, this is brave. She's standing unbelievably up for, brave. Like, this thing that she believes in. She lived in a tree for six weeks. She's like taking a stance and fighting for the thing that she believes in, like regardless yeah. of the cost. Yeah. Um, and like, and that's really that brave. Scene where she's like, tree hugging isn't my thing. <laughs> and then she goes and explains like the other stuff. And then the girl's like, how, how can, can tree not hugging be not be your thing? <laughs> like you're wild for not hugging trees. And which then like, she calm down. <laughs> Yeah, and then she's bleeding uh, out of her leg. Yeah, she's losing blood because of where that wound is. So obviously the sister, like, realizes, like, oh, she could die. And so she reevaluates whilst her sister is in surgery and is like, the people that did this weighed, like, weighed the cost, like the actual cost, money, dollar signs of potentially killing my sister versus what they were going to do. And that's fucked up and I'm going yeah. to destroy them for it, which is the correct stance. For $10 million, She's she says, like, I'm suing. I will sue them for $10 million. And when we win, they will make the check out to Karen. <laughs> and this episode came out when? 2009. I want to see. I want to see how much that was adjusted for inflation. Ugh. God. Probably close to 20 million now. Mm, excuse me. Uh, so it went about 50%. So right around 14 million. Okay. So 50% inflation <laughs> over the course of 24 years, which is fucking shit. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyways. 24 years, 14 years. <laughs> yep. Not 1999, <laughs> 2009. 
Never like, do math on a podcast. It's like, absolutely, you will not age me 10 years in this moment. Yeah, no, I, I also, do, trust me, I don't also want to be aged in this exact moment. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, yeah it's, it's a cute moment. Happy. And that's when Callie's like, I can't lie. Like, people should care about me for who I am. Um, well, and, Arizona says, like, I... I will I will be here and I will care about you if that's what you choose. Like yeah. she's like taking it and she's being humble and she's saying, Callie, I'm in it. I'm here for you. I like you. Even if you decided to eat, that's what you want. But then she says, she tells Mark, I uh, family is supposed to support you and accept you um, regardless of whatever. Yeah. So. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is fucked up. I'm not going to do this. And that's when Mark realizes he needs to be that for Lexi. And um, he does. Yes. So, yeah, that's kind of like the end of that storyline. And it's a, it's a good ending. No one dies yeah. in that storyline. <laughs> no one dies. And no one dies at all this episode. I was about to say, no one dies at all in this episode. Unlike um, last episode. Shall we discuss... Izzy's mom or Owen and Christina? Let us discuss Izzy's mom and Izzy. And so Dr. When Yummy. She first comes up and hits on Alex. Who did you think she was? Just a rando? I thought I didn't I thought she was just a random person until she asked to see Izzy. And I was yeah. like, that's her mom. That's yeah. that's her mom. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, who's this hottie? Let's do this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was like, oh, that's Izzy's mom. And then when she walks in, she's like, oh my gosh, mom, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm so smart. I'm a wise, <laughs> wise wizard. Wise. The wise line, wizard. the line of this entire this entire episode. I want you. Can you guess what it is? It, her mom no. says it. No. No. Life gave her lemons, oh, and, and she, she made, made cantaloupes. cantaloupes. <laughs> <laughs> like it's fucked up because it's talking about this woman's breast cancer journey. Like, but that is some funny shit. Yeah. Life gave her lemons, and she made cantaloupes. So, also for the record, everyone out there, I want you to know, I'm a man, and I'm not a proponent of fake boobs with an asterisk. If that's what you want for your self-esteem, I support you. But the feel of real breasts are better. Have and you all guys will agree. Boobs? Yes, I have. When? This is an it was, our conversation. <laughs> it was actually, it was someone that we know that Jessica forced me to feel the difference of them. Like it was a friend within our group. Not our, not our group. Sorry. Not, I was like, <laughs> not when our you group. say that we know, you don't mean me. Cause no, no, no. The people that, that me I and know Jess- with fake that- boobs, you don't know. Well, yeah. Yeah. The people with fake boobs that Jessica knew that she was like, no, no, you should feel these fake boobs. And I was like, oh, okay. They were proud of them. They're proud of their fake boobs. Happy for them. It's not the same. Anyways, Izzy's mom. Um, so. Has got it going on. She definitely, uh, so Izzy did not call her. Um, she doesn't know who did. She's like, why are you here? She's very surprised. Um, also would have loved a moment with George and Izzy's mom, but whatever. Um, Mm, yeah, yeah. Didn't even think about that. 
so Izzy is like trying to be like, oh, it's not so bad. Like she hasn't not told her mom how bad it is. The mom is like going on and on about um, other people, like the woman who had breast cancer and how everything was fine. And she's like, oh, it's skin cancer. And she kind of starts to be like, and it started as skin cancer. And then the mom's like, oh, just skin cancer. Like, oh, that's nothing. Whatever. Like, everybody's fine. Can't believe you had me. Let me call my psychic. Yeah. So she does call the psychic. And the psychic's like, good news. Izzy's going to be fine. Which the psychic Carmen does not agree with. No, she's not fine. (laughs) Um, And Izzy's like, so great that you called the psychic and spent $20 a minute to talk to them. Uh, and so when my daughter's six, spare no expense. Yeah. So good. Uh, <sighs> then they so ask funny. if they caught, they, she asked Bailey if she caught the cancer early and Izzy's like, um, it's complicated. So don't talk about it. <laughs> um, and then she's like, who called her? <laughs> who called this? Woman? Like, like serious, <laughs> like seriously, who called her? Like guys, what, uh, seriously, what's who called her? At this point, I genuinely did not know who it was. I had no idea who called her. Oh, okay. I was like, it's yeah. Well, like when Bailey What's said I called her, I was like, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. But at this point, it could have been George. Like in it that moment, because we hadn't Alex. seen George yeah. with her. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Izzy's mom is like making awkward jokes about Izzy and Alex. Like, oh, the sex must be so hot. Blah, blah, blah. Tell me all about it. And then Izzy, that's what she tries to tell her mom. Like, it is good, bad cancer. Like, it's not good news. And she's like, it's spread to my organs. And her mom's like, you don't have skin on your organs. That doesn't make any sense. And she's like, well, do you remember when Grammy got sick? And she's like, yeah, she died. And then, like, she sees her mom, like, start to panic. And um, she's like, that was, never mind. That was, she backtracks. And she's like, never mind. That was, like, a really bad comparison. Like, it's not the same. I'm so sorry. Like, just don't worry and it like she comforts her and it really seems like maybe in this relationship izzy did a little bit more of the parenting oh yeah absolutely i made a note of that she was the adult then not the mom i would have to if i was making assumptions i would say her mom had her young probably between 16 and 18 um and so you're kind of looking at like then you know they're growing up together obviously that's still really young so it's like either no one's gonna be a parent or, you know, sometimes it ends up being the kid. And that's kind of what it seems like it ended up being was Izzy. Yeah. When she just keeps yelling at Izzy and she's like, you have a mole. How yeah. are you? And she's crying and she's sitting there dying. And she puts her, you know, her her head in, in Izzy's lap. And she's she's the one consoling her mom. And that's not how yeah. it should be. It's how it was. But it's not how it should be. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that next scene, Bailey's like, yeah, it, uh, is, yeah. it was me. It Takes was her me. for the scan. I, I did it. And- and Izzy's like, this scan has to be good. Otherwise, she will never leave. And Bailey's like, I called her. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that this was, like, going to be a whole thing. I thought that you were just, you know, trying to protect her. But really, you were protecting yourself. So that's yeah. on me. My bad. Um, if we ever are in a spot where you think, oh, man, I bet Carmen would love his mom here. Just don't don't worry about that. Call your mom for me, actually. That <laughs> would be saying, great. I don't know what spot we would possibly be in. Also, if we were in that spot, I do feel like Jessica could maybe make that call. Well, in this scenario, I'm telling you, I, I imagine in this scenario that if it's coming to you having to call, 
and all of us. I, I imagine are a world both incapacitated. Then like no, I am if not Jessica's, in a world where if I Jessica's, can make decisions. If Jessica's dead in that world, then me and Marlo move in, and all 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 of us live in the same household. Oh well, then I would definitely call my mom because she lives here. Yeah, and I would just move there. Yeah, take a job, find a job what out job? in Chattanooga. What job would you I could I could find one. Could you though? I don't know. That's that seems. Did it once. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Emotional Ugh. damage. Okay. Um. So yeah. Um. Then they get the scan results back, and Bailey comes in, and she's like, "Oh, it's so good. Like no cancer. Yay!" And Izzy's mom like cries happy tears, and then goes in the bathroom, and Izzy's like, "Just tell me what it actually is." And she's like, well, the Mets did shrink, but there are also new ones in your small bowel. So that's not what we want. Um, and then Izzy cries. It's so sad because it's not like it's a like, so you know, sad. like an intense cry. It's just like, you know, it's just one thing after another kind of it just keeps adding up kind of cry. It's very and sad. that's when Bailey's like, we're going to be aggressive. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to get back I'm in there. The I'm not giving anyways. up. I'm going to yeah. cut it all out. I'm going to do whatever I can do. Like, it's going to be OK. What I don't understand is how obviously I we're not oncologists, right? Like I don't understand the full dynamic of of the cancer that she's experiencing. Right. But you would have to assume that if logically speaking the was the IL2 or whatever they I I yeah, whatever they IL2, they're using yeah. um if it's shrinking the other Mets, wouldn't that prevent more Mets from growing? I guess I'm not understanding that part. I don't know. Maybe some of them grew before they started the IL-2, but after the last scan. I don't know how often they do these scans. But then wouldn't they also... Well, I guess if they were, if they didn't see them last time, they could have gotten bigger and they could have shrunk, but because they didn't know about them, they see them as new, not as smaller. Right. And they yeah. did okay. the surgery. Yeah, I don't know. I truly don't know. No, that's okay. I, I think between this conversation, I we, we talked myself into understanding it. Okay. You're a doctor. Which is what I need. I, um, we, we we are one singular doctor. It's That probably adds up. <laughs> we for sure, between the two of us, got to med school. Between my undergrad degree in theater and your no degree, we have a medical degree. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have seen scrubs... As many times as you've seen Grey's, we've both watched House. I've seen Royal Pains and New Amsterdam. And you have seen... Is there another medical show you've seen? I'm sure there is, but I can't think of it. Anyways, did you watch The Good Doctor? Did we discuss this already? No, I did not watch that. And I've seen part of The Good Doctor. So, yeah, we basically have all of <laughs> the medical knowledge in the world that exists. Yeah. Okay, um, so then, you know, after everything, Izzy's mom's like, are you sure you don't want me to stay? And she's like, no, you really don't need to stay. Like, I love you, but we do better loving each other from afar. And Izzy's mom said, you were always too good for that trailer park. That much I knew. And I thought that was a really good good line. She's like, I might I not want... know a lot, and I might not know as much as you, but I always knew that. When that scene happened, I didn't cry, but I was... Emotional. Emotional. Emo. I was a little bit emo, yeah. Tonight will be the night I will fall for you. Remember when you didn't even know that was a song? I knew it was a song. I didn't know who it was by. Okay, everyone, just calm down. So, 
Yeah, I was just getting emotional. I was like, Shonda, you need to just cut this shit out. This is too much parent and child devastating emotion right now. Can we just have one episode where no child is involved, even an adult child? Like, it's a parental to child relationship. I need, I need this to stop. I need a right. break. Um, because she's sitting there and she's. I think it's in, it's you you think about how incredible your kids are and what they can accomplish and how good they are for this world and you want you want your kids to be too good for you know you want to believe the best for them in everything that you do and it's just nice that as as inept as that woman is with her emotional maturity she's like I recognize that my daughter is great like yeah. in every sense of the word yeah so that's true. It's just a nice scene. Also, that little like sheep thing that she's holding the whole episode, she then leaves it. Like Izzy has it when she's gone. That's really cute. What was I didn't I didn't get that. What was the reason for the sheep? It's like just something she had it and she was holding it and like playing with it. And then when she left, she left it with Izzy. It's just like a comfort item. Interesting. Um, so then her mom leaves. Alex is there. Um, oh, also like before. Izzy's mom gets there they're like tasting food for the wedding but Izzy can't eat it so she wants other people to eat it and tell her how it tastes like yeah they're all like it tastes like chicken it tastes like pork it does bad job so then Alex is there and he um is eating it and he actually describes it he's like oh it tastes like our like the good part of our first date and this tastes like you're going to the beach and like you have the windows down and the dog sticking his head out the window and this one tastes like crap um so <laughs> like literally uh yeah so that's cute um and then she like goes for the surgery and he kisses her goodbye also at the very beginning she has Derek in that tux with tails and he looks very good it's he a good look, look very dapper did he the, cut the his tie hair? his hair looked a lot shorter in this episode yeah, yeah his hair did look shorter you want to know what didn't happen in that final scene with Alex and Izzy they didn't tell each other they love each other well, she's not going to die in the surgery. It's not the season five finale. I don't care. Don't yeah, no, go I, into a surgery without telling I your significant agree. other that you love them. When was the last time that they expressed the L word to each other? I need I, I need research done. I need to know how long in both physical time, season wise and actual Shonda time. <laughs> Because has has it been twelve episodes and three days in Shondaland time, or has it been twelve episodes and like three months? Like he just they, they say it to each other, and then it's been three months. I, I I'm 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 just annoyed. I can't. I don't get it. That's fine. You don't have to get it. If you love you someone, else tell on them. The Alex and Izzy. I agree. Do you have anything else on this no. storyline though? No, okay. it, it was cute. Um, um, it, it was funny when he kissed her. She's like, oh, yeah, that does taste like crap <laughs> because she could taste the food <laughs> on his lips, you know? Yeah. Um, no, it was it was a cute it was a cute end to their their moment in this episode. Um, OK, and before we do our last little bit, we will take a brief break for a quick word from our regional sponsors. One of the best things about finishing a great book is knowing that you have another one ready to go in your to-be-read pile. With Book of the Month, you can make sure that your to-be-read pile stays stocked and ready to go. Each month, you can use the app to select from five to seven titles vetted and curated by the team at Book of the Month, focusing specifically on debut authors and early releases. If you can't choose just one, you can always upgrade and add more from your selection. 
And if that TBR pile starts to get a little too tall, you can skip as many months as you need to give yourself a little extra time to catch up on what you have. Personally, I am a huge fan of suspense and psychological thrillers, so I was very excited to see multiple books on the selection list for May that fit that description. I selected two different titles, both of which are set in Washington State, just like our favorite show, Grey's Anatomy. I thoroughly enjoyed The Return of Ellie Black, the first thriller novel from Amiko Jean, and have Middle Tide by Sarah Crouch ready to read on my road trip next week. Right now, you can sign up for Book of the Month and use code PEDALS to get your first book for only $5. That's code PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, to get your first book for only $5. Watch out for that blue box at your door and get your TBR pile stocked and ready. And we are back. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted you to do it for once. That was nice. Yeah, you um, did great. Thanks so much. Um, so, uh, oh man, I totally saw saw this just now. We uh, we didn't mention that Meredith decided to give all of Alice's journals to Richard. I just saw that on my notes. Um, oh yeah. And also, she tells Derek that they need to move the wedding up because Izzy is a bad news bears. Which I predicted. I literally said they're going to move the wedding up. Didn't have it soon. But then I thought you said they weren't going to be married. I I was, I said either. Yeah. I I said either. No, no, because I said they're going to, they're going to do the wedding. They're going to move it up so that Izzy can see it, but something has to happen to Derek. He's either going to die or they're going to get divorced. That's right. That's right. Okay. All of so my master plan is coming. To, I'm retconning <laughs> Grey's Anatomy one episode at a time. Like when you myself. kill Dylan, <laughs> I, I still will take credit Whoa. for that. To this day. <laughs> Dead. Uh, okay, so Christina and Owen, and also George. Um, oh, so, so sorry. Oh. <laughs> so Christina bumps into Owen, and he's like, "I'm sorry," and then he goes take care now and she's like the fuck is take care now (laughs) (laughs) she she, he goes bye-bye thanks for writing star tours thanks (laughs) bye-bye are they gone my face hurts with smiling um oh goodness so yeah a lot of his um words to her in this episode are short three word sentences take care now How's it going? Hey there now. Nice work, Yang. Things like that. Um, So Christina is covering the pit for Meredith and George is on hunt service. So that's why they're both on the case with the gunshot wound. Um, And so he comes in. Obviously, he needs like a lot of medical attention. He has been shot 17 times. Uh, So then they're like working on it. Most of Owen's directions are to George. Uh, when he does give Christina directions, it's like Paige Shepard or like go to CT or like some like leaving basically. Keep doing um, that catheter. Right. Like law, like not a lot of interactive learning situation. Yeah. Um. So then they go to the surgery and it continues to be the same way. This guy is like obviously still in bad shape, but, um, 
it's they're in the surgery and Owen has this idea and he like sends Christina to run to his truck. Um, and she's like, what the fuck you want me to do with your truck? And he's like, go to my truck and get this thing out of this thing. And she's like, okay, great. So she does that. And she comes back with some kind of like magic witch dust and they pour it in the yeah. guy's abdomen. And he just like is fine. Um, it's just it's, a it's box not of FDA the stuff approved, but yeah. it works. It's something they use like in the field. Um, it's just the so. box of stuff that Disney world custodians pour on vomit. That's all yeah. it is. Voban. Voban. Which is sawdust. It's scented sawdust. <laughs> That's what it is. It's sawdust. Really? It's I like, did not it's know that. It's like scented and like chemically treated sawdust. Because it dries oh. up the vomit, but it also like gets kind of covers the smell. But oh God, it smells so bad. That's Ugh. so funny. I did not realize that it was just treated scented sawdust. So wait, but I do want to say that the, the thing that kind of sparked that is Christina's like, I can fucking help. You've got yeah. more bleeders than hands. And yeah. Hunt was like, oh, wait, I don't need you to <laughs> need hold my, the bleeder. My magic. <laughs> I need my ma- I need my secret bottle of my magic uh, dust. Magic dust. Which uh, not cocaine. Yes. The bat the sad kind of magic dust used for gunshot wounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so she gets it, she gets back, it's fine. Uh then the guy obviously ends up being fine somehow. Um, even though he is a piece of shit. Uh, and so then Still a piece Christ- of garbage. Christina leaves and she sees Owen outside. And we get this really, really good scene where he says, nice work today. And then he goes to leave and she like straight up like pushes him. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then we get, oh, such a sad little scene that makes me feel sad in my heart. And you're going to quote it for us. I am. So she's like, why did you treat me like that today? Like, why did you, why were you like talking so much more to O'Malley? And Owen says he wants to be a trauma surgeon. Like you're going to be a cardio. So I didn't do anything wrong. I just treated you like I treat everyone else. And she's like, not like anyone else. Take care now. What is that? What are you like, you know, happy now? What, what are you, you know, just a choke them and leave them kind of guy. Hey there now. Take care now. Nice work, Yang. And then he hands her a piece of paper and she's like, the fuck is this? What, what is this? And he says, it's my shrink. My shrink gave me these sentences. We, we came up with them together. They're all three word sentences. So I'd have something to say to you instead of the three words that are killing me. The three words that I know you feel you, sorry, that I know, you know, I feel, but I can't say them because it would be cruel to say them because I am no good for you. I don't want to torture you. I don't want to look at you longingly when I can't be with you. So yeah, I'm smiling and I'm saying, take care now. I'm letting you off the hook. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to let you off the hook. I'm trying to make it right. What I did to you. Can't you see that? I'm just trying to make it right. And Christina's like crying silently, like no words, just tears. And she hands him back the paper and just goes, take care now and leaves. And it's so upsetting. So here's, here's my take. The three words that he wants to say are, I'll choke you. Okay. No, he's clearly, he <laughs> wants to say, I love you. He clearly wants yeah. to say, I love you. He but is in love what, with her. And it's cute. It's adorable. I think I predicted this. I think, I think I predicted that they're going to get back together. So I'm incredible as well. Are they back together? They're going she to be crying. 
Okay, but hold on. She said, take care now, which means that she's also trying to say, I love you. If they get back together, you can be incredible. But right now, you're just dumb. Okay. (laughs) I took that as her saying, take care now, was her saying it back. I mean, I kind of agree with you. But that doesn't mean they're together. It means that they want to be. And the first part of being together is wanting to be together. And then you have the middle step where you go to a lot of therapy. Mm-hmm. And then you get and to be together. Hunt's on the right track. Now we just need Christina to catch up. But yeah, I it's a gr- first off, great, great acting, great scene. Uh for both of them. Yeah. And to the writers. Because <sighs> you're you're sharing what first off, r- this scene could not have been written by AI. <laughs> so true. This whole Just like come, so true. come on. So they are angry. They are. They're sad. angry. They're sad. It's a full range of human emotion, and it's also coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of longing, and it's like a pain that they both feel from not being able to be together because, like, it's not good for either one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like the scene. I only got to watch it once because I ran out of time in between the episodes and my conference call for work. So I watched it like very briefly before we finished this. So it was more fresh in my head and thank you for bringing the quote. So we could, we could talk through that. So, but yeah, it just dagger. I feel so bad. And it, it just makes you think what, what other parts of life do people like Owen who suffer from this crippling PTSD, not get to live fullest. You know, the human connection is 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 tainted in a way. Um, it's it's why so many of these these uh, people dealing with PTSD end up killing themselves. It's it's sad. It's very so. upsetting, especially specifically um, veterans should have way more access to mental health care and healthcare mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the VA should really be better than it is, and also the government yeah. in general. But that's. Just neither here nor there. It'll probably be turned off by the time this episode comes out. The government. The government will be shut down. It'll be turned off. They're going to turn off the government. And then they're going to turn it back on again, and it's still not going to work. So, Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Um, So what were your thoughts on this scene? And what were, like, can you think back to when you were watching this particular scene live? This feels like like a, a, a scene that would be ingrained in people's memories. I do love... Anytime Sandra O oh does that thing where she's just like listening to someone and she's just like silently crying. She's so fucking good. I love her so much. And I just think like, it's just sad seeing him and like, I mean, it's good. You know, she now knows that he's like getting therapy. And so he's like working and, um, with his shrink to get better and to still be able to process his emotions. So like it, he is processing past trauma, but also the current emotions of like loving her and wanting to be with her and not being able to do that um, until he's like in a better spot so that she is safe, which is respectable and commendable, but like it's hard because again, they have to see each other every day. They have to look, look at each other every day. They work together every day and like people's lives are on the line. So you can't be distracted. So he's definitely doing a better job compartmentalizing than he has been in other episodes. That's for sure. But um, I ex- I liked the way he expressed himself. He's also coming up with 
his own little code system, right? Like he's yeah. able to say what he wants to without saying it. So there's catharsis with no negative detrimental effect to Christina's mental space. If she never approaches him, he may never have said what those three, like she would never know. She just would think that he's just a a dickhead or like uh, purposefully being nice to her or whatever it is that she thought. But in his head, he's like, this is the way that I need to tell her that I love her without telling her that I love her. Yeah. And it's, that takes, that's that, you know, you want to talk about, the thing that Bailey was doing last episode being heroic, which it was mm-hmm. yeah, sacrificing your feelings to, to not ruin someone else's feelings and mental state just for a selfish purpose is also yeah. heroic. Yeah, I agree. Um, also like, it's just hard to, to work through trauma with a therapist or at all in general. Like, so I think it's, it's commendable. Anyone, anytime someone does, does the work to better themselves, and they, everyone deserves a good quality of life. So I hope that he finds that. Everyone also deserves at least one second chance. And their relationship deserves a second chance. I really am. I want to see that. I want to see them together. I like them both. They have made Hunt a really compelling character, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Obviously, Christina is very compelling on a number of levels. We've gotten just enough backstory for both of them to see to like really still be wanting more as well. So yeah, I just, I don't know. Great episode for, for hunt. It is. It was a really good episode for hunt and a really good episode for Richard. Really good episode for honestly, Derek and Meredith was like, not, I didn't hate Derek in this episode, which is a win. They had a lot of healthy conversation. So (laughs) that's probably why. Yeah. Um, okay, was there any other general things you noted that you wanted to sit, mention before we rate it? The letting you off the hook thing. Um, daggers. Absolute daggers. Because he is trying to be selfless, which I respect. Uh, uh, Thatcher curious what their future is. I don't have any predictions on that. Also, just want to get ahead of that conversation but i think note wise i think i think that's everything i think every single note that i wanted to talk to got we got talked about yeah i agree um i think i had that as well so um go ahead and rate it <sighs> 3.8 Ooh, oh I want to say. I don't love that. Sorry. Sorry. I, well, I rated the last one higher than you, so I'm assuming that this is a little bit lower than you. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, if we were explicit, like explicitly ranking the Hunt and Christina scene and the Weber and Meredith scene, those two, if those two were extrapolated into their own episode, five. But their episode, the rest of the episode was just okay. It was just... Again, I think because I'm coming personally, I'm coming off of a string of so much emotion that I've been feeling in these last couple of episodes. And like last episode was good, but we rated it a I rated it a four. You rated it a three point eight. No, this one was a three point four. I did a three point eight. I see. Yeah. 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 This one is a three point eight because it's it's still like it's not bad. It's still an above average episode, but it's not. 
there was no like insane. I don't know. I feel like everything that I thought would happen in this episode, I felt that there was a lot of things that I'm seeing happening, making sense in this episode. So that's why it's a little bit ranked lower. There was no like (gasps) shocks, you know, just don't know. Like a six year old shot someone 17 times. That's pretty fucking intense, but it's not enough to make it It a five. But it's shocking. It is. It's a little. This. It's jarring. <laughs> Seventeen times. That's pretty shot. It was honestly. I think it was. It was so many gunshot wounds that it became unbelievable. It's not. But then we again, found the gun that hold it that holds that many. There was a bazooka inside of a person, so I that's guess. True. And that was a five. <laughs> yeah, that was a five. What are you ranking this episode? Mm, Four point five. Okay. That's that's the farthest off we've been in a while. Yeah. I just think there's like a lot of very important things that happen in this episode. Like the the rectification of Richard and Meredith's relationship. Um, you know, Thatcher shows back up. That's pretty big. Um, the whole thing with Owen and Christina, that's like a big confrontation. I just think the writing is really good and I like how everything tied in so much with the patients, which, you know, is typically the theme that they're going for. Yeah. But I like it when it works this well. And I thought it worked really well. It was a good episode. Don't get me wrong. I, I think also if I was, if I wasn't rushed to watch the last half and maybe got to watch those last like six minutes a little bit more, I, I could have enjoyed the episode more. Uh, but this, this was, it was just, a, it was just an okay episode again, coming off of like last night when I'm watching an episode and I'm sitting there bawling and then yeah, this one, I'm just emotional. like, you know, it's, it's tough because I'm trying, I'm trying to look at these episodes individually, but also on like a, a, a curve, you know? So compared to last episode, this would, this episode was not better than last episode. So I couldn't rate it a, f- a high, higher than a four. I so disagree. <laughs> To which part of that? I, I disagree. I think this one was better than the last one because I think overall for the overarching story of the show, this one does more, which to me makes it a better episode. Well, I do rate each episode like a game of roulette. It's all <laughs> on its own. It's a new it is a new set of chances and probabilities. But I will say I'll, I, I would have to like sit down and actually look through my notes, yeah. which I've kept most of them. Season five right now, overall, is scoring a five. Yeah. Season five is fives agree. out of five. I would agree. This episode, this season is like just quality content, banger after banger, like so good. So I definitely think we're aligned on that. Um, so let's make some predictions. I'm I'm still gonna say that Izzy dies after the wedding, but she makes it to the wedding. Okay. Um, and that's going to be season five finale still. Okay. Both of those things are season five finale. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. It's, or it's going to be like the, ep, the, 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 the wedding speak words, Carmen, the <laughs> wedding gets its own episode mm-hmm. and then her death gets her own episode because even with the writers and her being at odds, she's still a popular character from what I understand. Mm-hmm. They want to send her off and do it right. Yeah. So I imagine that she gets a lot of very well planned out goodbyes. She gets well, a this, death. We get This is episode 21. So there's 22, 23 and 24 left in the season. So 24 she dies, but 23 is the wedding. So what I'm getting okay. is what I'm guessing. 
Okay. And Denny comes back for her official death. Yeah. He shows back up to summon her home. Yeah. To heaven. With a scythe and a cloak oh. in hand. <sighs> Good. The full-on Grim Reaper costume from Party City. He bought it. <laughs> um, do you have anything for um, Derek and Meredith? Other than they're going to get married and going to get married. Two episodes. Yeah. Um, and then, and then they break up or get divorced or he dies. Okay. Somewhere down um, the line. Lexi and Mark are good. They're going to survive together for a while. They're going to, they're going to date at least all the way through this season, through the end of season five. And then through the first half of season six. So if that's 24 episodes, they'll be at least together through 12 of those episodes. All right. Um, Callie also, in Arizona and Callie's family. Sorry. I just also, I don't know if I'm supposed to be led to believe that Mark and Derek are good now, but I think that Derek does make Mark the best man or co-best man with Weber. Okay. Arizona and Callie. Callie is obviously, she's not going to lie. Mm-hmm. They're going to stay together. Uh, they're good. They're good for now. I just I have no updates on them, but I predict that they're going to be together throughout the at least the rest of this. Through they will not break up before the finale of season five. Okay. Um, Bailey, you said last episode that she was going to get divorced, and we didn't like she didn't talk about Tuck at all. Tucker in this episode. Um, we also didn't mention that like when she said that she's the one that called her mom. She said. If I if my child was sick, I would want to know. And if I was sick, I would want my mom, which I thought was a cute line. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Anything with Bailey. No, but general. I am doubling down They're They're going to end up with a divorce. And she will or will not do the Pete's fellowship. She. I think that she's going to complete it, but then she's going to go back. She's not going to stick with it. She's going to do the fellowship and then she's going to go back to general surgery. Okay. Um, Because Bailey ain't no quitter. (laughs) Christina and Owen, I know you think they'll get back together, but do you want to like put a timeline on it or? Not in season five. Okay. That's a season six conversation. Okay. Um, George in general. George. He's, he's around. <laughs> just George is doing just, surgery. I George is just vibing right now. Yeah, he really you is know? just vibing. He's like, I love trauma. I'm gonna be a trauma surgeon. Everything is great. I wake up every morning and I brush my teeth with trauma. <laughs> That's what he says. That's what most people on this show say. <laughs> Honestly. So yeah, no, I, I don't have any predictions for him, but he's he's just vibing right now. I think we're gonna have a season of life where George is just going to be a supporting character. But when Izzy dies, he's going to have a rough, he's going to, he's going to have a rough go. Yeah. But who's going to have a rougher go? Is he or or, uh, Alex or George? Mm. Tough, tough to think about. It, it, It is tough. Um, and uh Alex, I guess you could also say something for Alex. Alex will tell Izzy I love you at least one more time before she dies. <laughs> I hope. I hope. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, and then is there anybody anything else that you need to touch on? 
Richard's just no. going to run the hospital. He's going to continue to try and run the hospital. <laughs> I'm going to make a little bit of an outs- outside prediction. Okay. We will see. You said there's three episodes left in the season, right? Yeah. We will see. Bold prediction. Adele and Olivia before the season five finale. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. With a with a double kicker of maybe we get Patricia. <laughs> that would be but great. We, we will, do love her. We stand. I'm gonna I'm gonna One make a bold <laughs> special guest starring Adele playing Adele. <laughs> and the voice of someone from Doc McStuffins. Hallie. Hallie. Yeah, I we're gonna see Adele and Olivia before the season five finale. That's an official prediction. Just because you brought up Doc McStuffins, I have to tell this story. There's a character on Doc McStuffins who is a snowman, and he is anxiety-ridden and also a raging hypochondriac. Like, someone will come in, and they're, like, made of plastic, and they're, like, melting, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to melt. And they're like, you're a stuffed animal snowman. Like, you've got to calm down. There's an episode where the dad accidentally washes him with a red scarf, and he gets dyed pink, and he, like, loses his fucking mind. (laughs) also there's an episode where he is um like the secretary and he's making all the appointments and every time someone calls in and is like i need this appointment he's like oh my god i've never had that checked i also need this appointment so he takes up all the appointments and then abandons his post and then just goes to all the appointments it's incredible anyways that's funny (laughs) so scarlet was watching it the other day and we were sitting downstairs with her and chili was like going on about something (laughs) on some kind of hypochondriac rant and she goes Mama, Chili's kind of nervous a lot of the time. And I was like, yeah, he is. And she goes, she goes, you're, you're kind of nervous too. Like Chili. And I was like, Called <laughs> out kid. Damn. I was like, why I you gotta be so fucking observant? I appreciate your emotional awareness, but also <laughs> what the fuck? Michael was like dying. And I was like, yes, Scarlett, I am nervous. Correct. It was so good though. I was like, that is so funny. Kids just fucking know, dude. <laughs> oh, she just knows who I am as a human being. It's fine. Anyways, um, anything else before we wrap it up? No, but uh, speaking of wrapping it up, there's a wise man once said. Something about wrapping your penis with a condom. It was like, no glove, no love. No, I think the saying was, wrap your whacker before you attack her. Oh, well, don't attack But, people. like, as I was thinking through that, I was like, man, that's, like, not something we should be saying in 2023. I don't like that. <laughs> that's fair. That's why I just I was, like, not going to say it at all. Aware. But, yeah, no glove, no love is 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 a good one. But I think I actually heard that from, ironically enough, the the Hulk Hogan TV show that I watched back in the day, the Hulk Hogan reality TV show. And they said something about wrap your whacker before you attack her. Yeah, I've definitely seen it um, in many shows, including this one. Um, And I think also they say it on private practice. Mm. There's just like, yeah, no, no attacking. We don't need we don't need. I mean, unless you're doing like some sort of role play and I consensual. Consensual That's role the play. Word here. Yeah, yeah. Um, Got to okay, get that so... green light. Sorry, I had to burp. Uh, okay, thank you guys so much for listening. 
Um, we hope you enjoyed this one. Next episode is the hundredth episode, guys. Wow. Woo! Make um, sure to check out our social to be up to date. Yes. Yeah. What we do. As of because we don't even know what we're we gonna have do. Have no idea when anything is coming out because we're like three weeks ahead with this one. Um, because we're gonna be out of town for like two and a half, three weeks uh, in October, and we're recording this in September because we're doing such a good job. Um, and so, yeah, just make sure you follow us on Instagram because that's where we'll post schedule updates and changes and such. Um, you can also follow us individually, chaotically, Kelsey, carbon.gabriel.official, uh, Grace Academy pod. You can email us at graceacademypod at gmail.com. You can find the Patreon link in our um, Instagram bio. And we also have a discard discard <laughs> discard we have a discord attached to our patreon if you are interested in that it is a good time and um uh yes if and you see carmen walking down the street just remember no spoilies and we will see you all in the next one